Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of the Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play the Godfather, now at ChampaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Welcome in to another edition of the Steelers Q&A. My name is Jeremy Betts. Thank you for joining. Uh, anybody coming in live, we appreciate you uh, hopping on and discussing the Pittsburgh Steelers. It has been a rough go of it for about a week now, and Steelers fans have a lot of questions. So uh, hopefully we can answer some of those big, important, dominating questions that the Steelers fans might have if you are. Again, listening live, thank you for joining. If not, you can check this out wherever you get your podcast. It should uh, come out uh, immediately after the live show is over on Saturday morning here this week. So check it out and get your uh, fill of some Steelers content early in your weekend. This show, as always, is a part of the Steel Curtain Network, which is part of the Fans First Sports Network. You can check us out online at steelcurtainnetwork.com or fansforsports.com for online editorial content as well as all of our podcasts, which can also be found anywhere you get your podcasts. Already got Daredevil in. I'm sure more will be joining here shortly as well. If you have questions, go ahead and throw those in there. In the meantime, I'm going to try to tackle some of the biggest questions that I have written down here that we will talk about and try to get to the bottom of the Steelers struggles, maybe to the bottom of what is the leading cause behind the Steelers struggles and even some actual play style and uh, in-game things that are issues potentially for this team, or at least questions that we need to address here. So number one, I wanted to talk about who's calling the shots. Um, It's been a kind of a hot topic here. So I just wanted to get my thoughts on it real quick. And um, if you have Thoughts on it in the comment section. Go ahead and and throw those in there as well. Who's calling the shots? Is this is this Mike Tomlin's team still? 
or is this is this Art Rooney the Second's decision making that we're seeing at play here? Is Mike Tomlin still a good coach, or is AR two kind of scuttling the ship, if you will, from from the outside with uh, requesting that Matt Canada stay on with Kenny Pickett for another year to, I guess, keep whatever mojo as is a fun word for Steelers fans right now going from last year. It, it hasn't worked and he's coming up. There's a lot of fire coming from Steelers nation about this. So what do you think? Who's calling the shots here? I'd love to get your comments and thoughts on this. I know some people think it leans more towards Art Rooney the second that he's saying, Mike, this is how I want to do things. I want to ride with Matt Canada another year. And I want Kenny Pickett to have that continuity on offense so he can uh, continue to grow and give himself the best chance, according to Art Rooney, to be the franchise quarterback and to grow and take a second-year leap. That hasn't happened. Is it Mike Tomlin calling that shot? Did he say, hey, Art, I really want Matt Canada here again. We finished out strong-ish to close out the season last year, and I think that he gives us the best chance to make Kenny Pinnickett better. This, let's get the first thing straight. This is all about Kenny Pickett because until you have that guy at quarterback again, you're not going to be a real contender in the NFL. That's just the way it goes. You got to find a dude at quarterback. And so whatever you do as a team in, in the search of that guy needs to be around or based around finding him, developing him and giving him the best shot. I appreciate what Omar Khan did and this front office did to load up the Steelers with talented pieces. I think where the Steelers are are really lacking is taking those talented pieces from other organizations, from the draft, integrating them into the Steelers' culture and game plan, and making them effective again. We're seeing it across the spectrum. Players who have been in Pittsburgh that leave often find success and look better than they maybe did at Pittsburgh. There was a stat out that Kevin Dotson, former left guard of the Pittsburgh Steelers, is having a fantastic season. He's ranked second in pro football focus out of all guards in the NFL. Isaac Samalu, who came into Pittsburgh from Philadelphia, fantastic player in Philadelphia. Now, granted, surrounded by a really good supporting cast and offensive line mates there, in Philly, but, and a really good coach, but you bring him into the Steelers and he has not looked like that player that they tried to go get to me. That's on coaching. It's not like he forgot how to play football. We saw it with James Daniels last year. So that is, I I, I got to say here that if Art Rooney is, is not letting Mike Tomlin run this team the way he feels is best then it's on art. But if Mike Tomlin is going in there and saying, Hey, this is how I want to do it. And, and Art says, well, you're the head coach. We brought you on to run this team. Then this is on Mike Tomlin. So wherever you come down on that spectrum, that's going to be how you answer this question. I tend to think that Art Rooney II had some pull in the Matt Canada decision in the internal coaching hires. He limits Mike Tomlin's ability to hire outside the organization as far as coaches go. I think, I think that that plays into it. If Mike Tomlin were 
allowed in this scenario to go outside the organization and bring in coaches. I still believe in Mike Tomlin's ability to lead a football team. I 100% still believe in Mike Tomlin's ability to do that, to be a leader of men, to rally the troops, to get them game day ready mentally and physically. Now, as far as schematically and, and play-wise, he needs help with that from his assistant coaches. He really does. Developing players has to be, I mean, you, you can go all the way to the position coaches. They play a huge role in that because they're spending day-to-day with these guys. Mike Tom is just overseeing the operation there. So if Art Rooney II is saying, no, I, I don't want to hire outside the organization. I want to keep that Steelers way, that continuity here, then that's on Art Rooney II. I tend to believe that that's kind of a little bit how it's going, although Mike Tomlin does shoulder some of the blame for either not being not being upfront and honest with Steelers Nation about those types of things, um, saying things like, yeah, changes are going to be made, but then not changing anything for all intents and purposes. So there's some blame to go around here, but for the most part, I think sometimes Art Rooney, Art Rooney is comfortable with where the Steelers are at. And I don't know if that's from Mike Tomlin or from Art Rooney. The second it is, it is hard to decipher. I guess it'll all play out in time and we will see how it goes. But for now, a lot of questions to be answered on that side of things. All right, we do have some questions here. We'll get to it. Uh, I'm sorry. Let's see. I missed the first one. Let's go back and do this one first. Alex Mahoney says, is Canada forcing Kenny to read where he wants the ball to go, not looking at Pickens or three wides? I I, I think that some of that is happening. I, I don't think Kenny Pickett has a lot of say in how the offensive structure runs, how it, how it plays out. I think he's given the play call. He's told in practice, this is how you need to see this. And then he goes out there and and, uh, attempts to do it that way. Now, good offensive coordinators. I mentioned this last week or or earlier this week on, on Jeff's let's ride podcast. I think that if, if the Steelers, that if the Steelers really schemed up George Pickens as their wide receiver one, the offense would be better, but they're not doing that right now. And, if they really got it going as far as getting this guy, the ball, getting this guy targets because he is the most dynamic playmaker on the offense. That's just the facts. And you've got to get your most dynamic playmakers, the ball. And if you're not scheming those guys up that way, if you're just kind of, we've got three wide receivers and they're just going to play on these sides and they're just going to run these routes and you just got to find the open one of them. That's not enough. You've got to work plays into your script that highlights certain players. And I don't see that in the passing game at all. The Raiders highlight Devontae Adams in the passing game. The, the 49ers highlight Christian McCaffrey all over the field. The 49ers probably have a larger playbook for Christian McCaffrey touches than the Steelers and Matt Canada have for the entire offense. So it that's just unacceptable to me is, is you're not feeding these guys and you are kind of forcing Kenny into. uh, So Calvin Austin, the third is running a a go here on the left side. And I just need to fire a ball out here. I'd really love that to be George Pickens, but it's not. So I'm going to have to throw a back shoulder throw to five foot nine Calvin Austin instead of six foot three George Pickens. That doesn't work out well. 
It just doesn't, and it needs to stop. Put your players in positions to make plays and highlight them as part of your game plan. Don't just be willy-nilly with your with your game plan. You got can't do that anymore. All right, let's see here. Moving on to another question. Brian Mizwa, how do you feel about starting the fire cannon a chance every three and out? Man, uh, if it makes it happen, then yeah, let's do it. I just don't think it's going to make it happen. So uh, it's a tough spot for the Steelers coming home after a massive loss to a, a probably to what should have been a, a lesser squad in the Houston Texans. And now you come home and your offense stinks. Kenny Pickett is hurt. Matt Canada has been under a ton of fire. You're playing a tough Ravens defense. And so now you got to go out there in front of your home crowd and they can turn on you like that in a snap, just like that. So Steelers fans at the game, keep that in mind. Don't, don't force the Steelers to lose here just because you're upset with Matt Canada. I don't know. Uh, the fire Matt Canada chance, uh, maybe as the team's going into halftime break or something like that, but uh, it needs to, we need to still support this team. I guess is what I'm trying to say, despite their struggles. That's why we're fans of the team. So, uh, and hope that they can come out on the other side. All right, before we keep going here, I'm going to go ahead and take our break a little early so we can get to our um, sponsor ships <laughs> and get those rolling here. Uh, if on the audio side, if you're listening live, don't go anywhere. I'm not going anywhere, but if you're listening uh, on audio later, then we will be right back after this short break. Judy was boring. Hello. Then Judy discovered chumbacasino.com. It's my little escape. Now Judy's the life of the party. Oh baby. Mama's bringing home the bacon. Whoa. Take it easy, Judy. The Chumba life is for everybody. So go to ChumbaCasino.com and play over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandslots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? 
No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. All righty. Welcome back into the Steelers Q&A. Thank you for joining me on an early Saturday morning. I hope you all are doing well. I think that the ire of Steelers fans is kindled greatly this week, and we need to we need to answer some of these questions and there's a lot of them. So let's just jump right into a few more questions here. Um, how about a comment here first? Uh, Reyes Roberts says Tomlin's team, his standard is mid <laughs> eight and eight, nine and seven, and then gets pummeled in the first round of the playoffs. Should have had at least two rings with Ben, AB and Bell. You should have. And there were extenuating circumstances there, um, in- injuries and such like, but those aren't excuses. You've got to be able to win ball games. We've seen the the great teams overcome some of those things and, and win football games. So the the record is kind of damning for for Mike Tomlin as far as winning when when you're up against the the big when the chips are down and you're up against the the big teams. the The Super Bowl run against uh, the Super Bowl run in 2008 was no Tom Brady for the Patriots. Um, you know, they they had a couple good games in the playoffs, obviously, against good division opponents uh, to get through. Um, you Super Bowl run uh, in 2010, there were issues in the AFC where you didn't have to play some of the bigger teams that got knocked off by other squads. So got a little bit lucky there. And you got to win the games in the matchups you're, you're, that are put in front of you. So obviously not dogging him too much for that. but. It has. It's been few and far between when the Steelers ride in as equals to somebody in a playoff scenario, and they come out on top just because they were better, not because there was something extenuating that that hurt the other team's chances. So uh, it is tough to to see some of those records, and and obviously you appreciate what Mike Tomlin did, especially in the early portion of his career. But things are getting stale, and it it might be time to. Uh, to get moving on to something else. But um, another comment here I'd like to bring up, Jack Myhoff. This seems like a situation where whoever hired Canada was so high on him that they are now unwilling to admit that they were wrong about Canada. I mean, it, it could be that. The, the NFL is a performance-based institution, so I don't know. I really think it was I, – I think Matt Canada is going to provide Kenny Pickett the, the best chance to improve because of that continuity. And they talk themselves out of making a necessarily necessary change, ripping the bandaid off. Uh, maybe it was pride sake, like this, this comment would indicate, but I don't know. It, it's hard to see that being too much of how teams govern themselves. Um, it, it, hard to tell. It really is hard to tell. All right. Brian Brown's got a good question. What are the chances the Ravens are the team that should be worried about getting whipped? Shouldn't they be fired up and ready to go? The Steelers, I mean. Yeah, they, they should be fired up and ready to go. I just don't think they have the horses to to whip the Ravens. Uh, I think the Ravens are the better team. So if you win this game, it's because you're at home. It's because it's AFC North ball, and these teams know each other. And TJ Watt and Mike Tomlin, they've got a beat on this Lamar Jackson offense. And even though it's changed a little bit, if you can stop the run, I think you have a good chance. And that's not because the Steelers are going to put up 30 points and 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 force the Ravens to compete in a shootout. If that happens, I will be floored. Knock me out of my chair type stuff because that's just not how the Steelers play football. 
right now. So, uh, or ever in the last three to five years, you, you win, you win 20 to, to 17, you, you win 26 to 23. I mean, if you're, if you're lucky, you, you have a, a touchdown lead going into the fourth quarter with the Steelers team, or sometimes you're coming back from, from touchdown down and, and you have to rely on heroics. Like we had to at the end of last year against middling competition at best. So I don't know. I, I don't think either team should go into this matchup thinking that they have a chance of getting whipped. Um, the Ravens are, are facing a mad Steelers team. Like you mentioned here, Brian, but I just don't think the Steelers have the, the game planning ability to, to jump out on anybody. So we'll see how it plays out. I would love it if it happens, but I just, I just don't think it, it, it happens here. All right, Claude Bishop, when do, when do you plan to start JPJ and King? I think Desmond King is going to get some starts this week or maybe a start this week, play some more snaps. Tandon Sullivan working his way into the defense. As Mike Tomlin likes to say, hopping on a moving train there. The train's been moving with him on it now for a couple of weeks. So I think he'll get more play time uh, on defense. JPJ, this is, I think this is Terrell Austin's call. Um, and Mike Tomlin's trusting him as the secondary as the guy with knowledge of the secondary in and out and the defensive coordinator to say, is he ready or not? And we look at the product on the field and we say he's ready. Limited snaps, not a, not a lot of whole game situation. So maybe I'm just naive. I don't know. You can tell me. I don't care. Throw the criticism my way. I don't care. I'd like to hear it. Uh, maybe I'm just naive, but I, I tend to trust coaches in their evaluation of players. They see them far more than we do. Um, so maybe he's not ready, but I will say this, the product you're seeing from, from Levi Wallace on the field, it, Joey Porter Jr. Cannot be worse. It, he absolutely cannot be worse. So, so why not, why not throw him out there? Patrick Peterson is, is an old cornerback. He, his, he, he's instinctual. You've seen that a couple times, but when it comes to just playing one-on-one mano a mano with a wide receiver who's more physically gifted at this point, a la Nico Collins last week. He he's probably going to lose some of those matchups. You got to put Minka back at free safety. You got to do that to start. And then I think JPJ and Pat Pete on the on the field at the same time in the starting defense. That's going to be your best in the secondary. Levi Wallace is just not cutting it. And it's more about Wallace than JPJ to me in this case, because like I said, JPJ cannot be worse. Joey Porter Jr. For any faults that he might have, anything that he's not ready yet, quote unquote, it can't be worse than what we've seen from Levi Wallace. All righty. Let's see. Here's another question. A good question from Jack Myhoff. The Steelers have allowed a big receiving game to one receiver each week. Do you see Mark Andrews or Zay Flowers having that big game this week? It's Mark Andrews for me. I know the Steelers have been tough on tight ends uh, as in fantasy purposes. They, I think they're the they're giving up the sixth fewest points to tight ends so far. That's just because they're getting gashed by receivers. And outside of George Kittle, who <clears throat> may be a little bit overrated as a pass catcher, especially in the new Shanahan offense that features um, – Features Brandon Ayuk and Christian McCaffrey. They don't need him as much as a pass catcher. I think Mark Andrews is the first true test of an elite tight end that they're they're going to have this year. 
David Njoku's not elite. Um, the Texans weren't rolling out anybody elite there in Dalton Schultz or <coughs> I don't know who their who their second guys would be. Excuse me. Um, but yeah, I just think this is their first real test. Zay Flowers, uh, he's if all three receivers are out there for the Ravens, I, I just don't see any one of them getting targeted to the to the extent that these other guys are getting targeted. That guy's going to be Mark Andrews, and I think he can feast on these linebackers in the middle of the field. Um, I will say this, though. If Mark Andrews goes for 150 yards receiving and Gus Edwards and Lamar Jackson go for under 100 yards rushing, I think the Steelers have a chance to win this game because – uh, just game script would determine that Mark Andrews needs to catch a lot of passes from from Zay Fla- or uh, from Zay Fla- from uh, Lamar Jackson. Maybe that leads to sacks and takeaways from a fumble, uh, fumble prone Mark- Lamar Jackson and a strip couple of strip sack specialists in T.J. Watt, Alex Highsmith. I would much rather see Mark Andrews go off in this game than to see a Gus Edwards stat line of 15 carries for 110 yards and and two touchdowns. That spells disaster for the Steelers if that is how it plays out. All righty, let's see. I'm scrolling through just to see if there's any more specific questions. Uh, this is a, a question from Alex Mahoney. I saw Canada called the same exact run play, called 10 times in two straight games. Is this correct? I I haven't been the tape dog that I need to be, I guess, for this. Uh, I don't know the answer to that. I'm sure whoever is putting that out there probably put more time and and effort into watching the actual film, um, the All-22 and everything. Schematically, I I would believe it because I think that they – that Matt Canada is very basic in his designs. Uh, and for all the thoughts that there was going to be all this window dressing from the uh, motions and everything, it's not cohesive at all. I can tell you that from not even watching the all 22 very closely, except for what I see on, on uh, X and social media. It, it just is, it's basic. It's simple. And sometimes that's okay. But w- when you, in, in an NFL where you need every advantage possible, teams and te- defenses can just sit back there and know what you're going to do. It, it's not cutting it. So um, this week, uh, if it's if it's working, I guess you do it. But it hasn't been working, so that that doesn't make sense. If it if it's not working, why would you call it that way? The same play, go on to something different, try something else. You you. you you can't, it can't hurt. It's definitely hurting you to, to run the same play over and over. So that's how I would address, would address that. All right. Brian Brown. How come when Pat P is in position to make a play, he can never find the football. Patrick Peterson is supposed to be one of the best, right? He was one of the best. That's the thing. He was one of the best. He's not anymore. He just physically isn't anymore. Um, He's had several pass breakups. He's had an interception. So I would say I would push back on that a little bit. Um, that he's found the football, but there have also been a couple times. You're you're right that it's just been a glaring miss on footballs. Brandon Ayuk comes to mind, jumping over top, mossing him a little bit in the end zone. That's that's a coverage play that you've got to you got to finish if you're Patrick Peterson. He knows that. Um, <clears throat> and then I think it was 
I think it was in, in the Raiders game, Devontae Adams got him over the middle one time where he was completely turned around, didn't come over in time to help out. And if he was facing the right way, if he, was, he put himself physically in the right position, he would have been able to make a play on the ball and he wasn't able to. So, um, yeah. So, again, uh, Mr. Wood CY, Mr. Woodside says Brian Morning, he was. He's older and isn't the same player. So better than Wallace, though. Exactly. That's what I say. So get JPJ out there with Patrick Peterson. I think that that is 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 a better uh, chance. So, all right. Let's see. Looking for. Okay, here we go. Here's another question. Jack Myhoff, what do you see as the Ravens' weak point on defense? The run game or pass? Najee was running hard and strong against the Texans. Would like to see that again this week if possible. You have to run the football if you're the Steelers. I would say the the Ravens are pretty good at, at stopping the run. That's probably their their bigger strength here than the secondary. Um, they're getting some guys back probably this week. We'll have to look at the. I, I'd have to look at the injury report again to to remember who's all in and who's out for the Ravens this week. But I, I think you can beat them through the air if you're a uh, an NFL passing attack, but I just don't think the Steelers have an NFL grade passing attack. So you might find a couple weak spots, but you've got to run the football to set up the pass. You just have to do it. Then you got to work over the middle of the field, get Darnell Washington involved. Even if it's for some 10 yard uh, zone beaters, um, get, get Connor Hayward involved. He's a playmaker target him in the, in the, in the passing game, George Pickens though, get him involved. The, the thing about, open or not open receivers, George Pickens is the one that can make plays on the ball. So if all your receivers are covered, don't go throwing it to Calvin Austin expecting him to make a play. Nothing against Calvin Austin, but he's not that type of player. He's an in-space, get open, and, and and work after the catch type of player. That's him. Work the deep down the field, get open. He's not open. You don't need to be forcing balls to him. Force the balls to George Pickens. He's the one who makes his hay that way. So... Uh, it just boggles my mind why it seems like four or five times a game, Kenny Pickett is targeting a, a completely covered Calvin Austin on a back shoulder throw or a slant route instead of going the other way to George Pickens. And uh, to me, that's also on coaching that you're putting you're putting Calvin Austin in that position and instead of George Pickens. So. Uh, it, it's tough. You gotta get you gotta get your your playmakers involved here. Kenny Pickett for his good traits is is not a playmaker for this team yet. He's just not. So get the ball into the hands of your playmakers. That starts with Najee Harris and Jalen Warren on the ground. I thought Najee ran with conviction last week. I think he'll do so again. Takes him a little bit to get going. Took him a long time last year. Maybe a little bit less time this year. Ride him. Let him be your your dude. I think he had over 100 yards rushing against the Ravens in the in the final game last year. I may be wrong about that. It could have been against the Browns the week earlier. Um, but he had a couple good games to finish out the year, and he needs to be good against this this Ravens team. All right, <clears throat> Alex Mahoney. Are the receivers not creating space because of scheme or receiver speed and route running? The Steelers have two extremely fast receivers in George Pickens and Calvin Austin, so I don't think it's that. I think it's mostly scheme, but it's because the defense can easily read what's coming. Um, so that 
it's not necessarily different routes than the rest of the NFL is running, but it's just that there's there's no disguising it. And it, some of that's on the players, not not making it hard to defend themselves and being multiple in how they show their, their route combinations. But also, when you can just sit back there and go, oh, this is a slant, I'm just going with the slant, uh, or, oh, this is a, a fly ball, or, oh, this is a, a comeback for the 50th time this game. Uh, then it's easy to just sit down on those and and make for tough throwing lanes and 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 tough balls for Kenny Pickett to to put on a rope and get in between defenders. So you'd like to see Kenny Pickett make more of those throws. And there are open receivers in this game if you're making the right reads. So obviously some of it's on on Pickett, but I think if you look at the all twenty two, there's probably more wide open or probably more open receivers than you would think just watching the game film. Um, for those who watch Thursday night football religiously and haven't tried the, the prime view yet where it shows it um, further back and highlights players and stats and everything like that. I love that camera angle because you can see the whole field. You can see the, the wide receiver routes. You can see uh, their combinations, how they're getting open or not. You can see missed reads more clearly and, and not just rely on replay. And then the all 22 coming back later. So if you haven't checked out prime vision on uh, Thursday night football. I would I would recommend that 100 to check that out um, and see see how that goes for you there. So, all right, here's another question. If it comes to us moving on from Kenny, should we get a free agent quarterback or draft pick? Gavin Anthony with that question. Thank you for the question here. Uh, <laughs> this this is very telling uh, about uh, some potentially Steelers fans' thought process here is that maybe the season is. Is over. Maybe Kenny Pickett is not the guy, and you can't help but not have those or but have those thoughts after what we've seen. So, yeah, I I mean I don't fault you here, Gavin, for for asking this question. This is a good question. Um, I think if you if you end up with a top five pick this year, somehow some way, ultra massive tragedy for the Steelers, then you draft one of these quarterbacks. Um. You, you try to get up to one or two and, and draft a quarterback here. Um, and be, just because you've got, you've got to throw darts, you just got to throw darts and, and see if something sticks. And it's a professional business. Kenny Pickett's got to know that I, I'm all for loyalty and everything, but uh, like, I do you go for Kirk cousins and pay him $40 million to come to Pittsburgh? If Kenny Pickett's not the guy at, at free agency cycle this year, no, go draft somebody. Go, go try it that way. Put Kenny Pickett with a new offensive coordinator and try that once. See if it works. If it doesn't, then you know. Um, the problem with going all in on a, on a young quarterback, and the Steelers haven't had to deal with this for a long time, so maybe we're not familiar with it. problem with going in on a young quarterback like this, like the Steelers have with Kenny Pickett, you're committed. You're committed to that relationship for the, the first three to four years. You, you just are. This is only year two for Kenny Pickett. Some quarterbacks take three or four years to develop. Heck. Geno Smith is one of, is a top 10 quarterback in the NFL and it took him like eight years to develop. <laughs> so uh, you, you've got to be patient to a point here. Uh, Kenny Pickett needs a third year in this offense. I'm, I'm not jumping ship yet. Even if he sucks all year long, I'm not jumping ship yet because there are too many extenuating circumstances, too many bad offensive coordinator. And I think it stems basically down to that the offense is not coordinated well from the offensive line 
to the receiver schemes, to the running game schemes, to be Kenny being taught how to read the field, to what he can call on the field. None of that is good enough. And you can't properly evaluate a quarterback until that is done. So you got to give Kenny Pickett a third year under a new offensive coordinator. A, in my opinion, it has to be a Shanahan tree guy or a been there, done that coordinator that has led good offenses in the past that can come in and say, Hey, I've done this for 15 years, or I've done this for 10 years. And I know how offenses work. Um, that's the kind of guy they need to get if they're not going to get a Shanahan tree guy. So that's just the way the NFL works these days. And if you get one of those guys that can make things easier for your quarterback, I believe Kenny Pickett would be night and day different. I really do. I, I believe in the kids still. I do. So we'll see. I may be totally wrong. <laughs> Maybe. But uh, give it time, Steelers fans. This may be a tough season. It, it may be bad. But the silver lining is there's always next year. And and you've got you've got good players on your team. Can we maximize those guys? So we'll see. We'll see how it <laughs> we'll see how it goes. But uh, don't jump ship on Kenny Pickett yet, guys. Jack Myhoff again. Wait, how do you get that Prime Vision option? Prime but didn't know that was an option. Yeah. So if you I think when you're watching Prime or if you're watching the main broadcast, then you can like click down or something like that on your remote and it'll pop up the different other options. They're going to have like a, a LeBron James option this week, I believe. And then they're going to have the prime vision and the main broadcast. You just click down on that prime vision one and it shows like your stats and, and the wide camera angle for the whole game. It actually will highlight players that, um, that are lined up in uh, favorable matchups too, as well on the offense or, players that are in position to make big plays. So uh, it, it gives you like real-time stats, like how fast they're running and things like that. It's really cool that for, for football enthusiasts who, who go like to go behind the scenes of the game a little bit, you still get the, you still get the, the uh, broadcast as far as um, the, the, the broadcasters giving you, I can't think of their names, Kirk Herbstreet and, and, uh, you know, whatever his name is, <laughs> I'm blanking on it right now. Uh, you still get their commentary on it, but you get it from that, that pulled back viewpoint and it's really cool. So I, I would definitely recommend that as an option. So, all right, here, let's see. Alex Mahoney, can Canada's offense be successful? What could, what could it possibly average? I mean, I think we're seeing it. I, I don't think it can be successful. Um, uh, maybe his, his basic, ideology more thoroughly um thoroughly developed could be i don't know he's the only guy running this type of stuff and it's not good i mean it it probably works really well for a division two college i saw that in the comments earlier uh whoever put that in there uh good stuff i think but um but for the nfl it just doesn't work these guys are too fast too strong too good um yeah, don't. I just don't think it, it, it. I think we've seen the ceiling, uh, and I think it's last year, <laughs> thirty points and a loss to the Bengals when you had to chuck the rock all all the way around the the yard, and um, you needed you needed a good game. You had Deontay Johnson in that game. 
maybe I was wrong. Maybe Deontay Johnson is very crucial to this offense, and and we'll we'll see after the bye if he can go and and he's he's going to be what unlocks it. I don't think so. Uh, we've seen it with him in it, and I don't think that that will change much. Um, but in any case, it 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 is telling to me that we haven't seen a a four hundred yard game uh, out of this offense under Matt Canada. The, the patience with that offensive system, as patient as I was saying, be patient with with um, Kenny Pickett. The patience with Canada's system, it's over. It's all done. So. All righty, let's see. Trying to find some more questions. Not getting more questions. So let me wrap it up with this here. Uh, thank you guys all for tuning in. Uh, I appreciate you joining me this week. I was supposed to have Andrew Wilbar on, but he was having technical difficulties, couldn't get on today. So we'll try to get uh, a guest next week. I apologize for that. Um, but I wanted to, to post this. Should Kenny play this week? I'm of the, the opinion that he shouldn't. Um, I know he's he's practicing fully and came out of the the knee brace, but just the fact that he was was hampered early in the week and probably will be hampered in game just because it's a bone bruise, it's a big hit. That was a that was a bad injury. That was that was that looked really bad. It looked way worse than it turned out to be. Obviously, I just think a healthy Mitch Trubisky. If you want to keep your season afloat, this isn't about lack of belief in Kenny Pickett. A healthy Mitch Trubisky gives you a better chance to beat the Ravens than a, a diminished Kenny Pickett. So uh, I don't know if Kenny's fully healthy, then that's fine. But I just don't see how he could be after the, that injury being sustained. And, and you know, those bone bruises linger. I had one in high school, missed a couple weeks because it was a bad one. Um, my whole leg was purple for like a month. Uh, but and, you know, that's high school football, whatever. Uh, not trying to say I'm on that level or anything like that, but Kenny, uh, not if he's if he's 100% fine, but if not, then there's no reason he should be playing in this game. And then finally, is anybody in the AFC North a true contender? I don't think so, especially if the Steelers beat the Ravens this week. Whew. I don't know. Uh, I don't think anybody in the AFC North right now can contend with with Buffalo specifically, uh, the Dolphins, the. The Chiefs, I, I don't know. The Chiefs have some holes. We'll see. Maybe, maybe the AFC is just not as good as we thought. So, we'll we should see. We will see. So, all right. Thank you again for joining me here on the the Steelers Q and A. Live shows are fun. I really enjoy doing this with you guys. I appreciate you getting up on a on a Saturday morning morning and joining in with me. Love talking Steelers football with you guys. Stay tuned to the Steel Curtain Network. We'll have you covered for everything throughout the game. If you haven't seen the preview show previewing the game with with uh brian anthony davis dave schofield and jeff hartman go check that out steel curtain network um if you if you want some fantasy advice for dfs over the weekend then go back and listen to my podcast on the ffsn nfl feed uh if you look that up and you can see um, i'm doing a new fantasy podcast the fantasy first podcast and uh i talk dfs lineups for sunday on that show uh i also talk dfs for thursday um and uh on the Tuesday show, it runs twice a week. Should should have mentioned that. Tuesday, I go over the previous week injuries and things like that and prep you for fantasy waiver wire. And uh, on Thursdays, go over the Thursday night schedule, uh, some the same game parlay props that you could do, and then also uh, DFS lineups for the weekend, some sleepers and, and, and value picks there. So 
check that all out on FFSN and the Steel Curtain Network. Thanks again for tuning in. That's going to do it for me here. We'll see you next week on the Steelers Q&A. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family, cannolis, and spins mean everything. Now, you want to get mixed up in the family business. Introducing The Godfather at ChompaCasino.com. Test your luck in the shadowy world of The Godfather slot. Someday, I will call upon you to do a service for me. Play The Godfather now at ChompaCasino.com. Welcome to the family. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Voidware prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire. Huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchases, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. With the Lucky Land slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandsLots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. It's time for today's Lucky Land Horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply.